Hey, my name is Chris McAllister, and I spent 10 years rabidly chasing my goals. A custom-built home at age 22, a custom-dream home for my family at age 27, a millionaire on paper. I spoke for large audiences. I led a nonprofit where I had a large team, and it all came crashing down. Eviction notice, a box of Cheerios I couldn't buy, I could barely feed my family, my wife sold her engagement ring, and I've spent the last eight years obsessively studying, teaching, coaching others on what I have to remind myself of every day day, that the key to finding sustainable happiness, that sustainable flow, is to unblock yourself from self-sabotage and be at your best. My goal is to guide you through fear by slowing down the moment to help you harness your energy. This podcast will talk you through the stress and help you feel calm and organized. You know those times in life when you hear something that you find it becomes a part of your practice is super helpful and you're kind of like, why didn't I start doing this first or sooner? It doesn't feel very sexy. So that's definitely what we're uh, focused on today as a habit and a practice. This is the month we're really talking a lot about what it means to prepare to prepare extensively, to stay in a preparation mode for whatever the next thing is. You're always moving it forward and making it better. And today's idea that if you want to know how to really pay attention if you're in a preparation mindset is, do you capture everything? I mean, capture everything. It's like you're a hunter. Uh, Some days I feel like I get nothing done. Some days I feel like I'm on fire. Most days are somewhere in between that, and I really try to enjoy each day for what it is. I'm curious as to how today will go, especially with uh, House of Cards coming out on Netflix, and I may have stayed up a little late watching some episodes. Uh, Some days I tell the Experian customer service rep how to change their website so I don't intention or unintentionally get signed up for a a membership that I don't even want. Um, Gosh, it's just so annoying, all the things that we can find ourselves sucked into, wasting our time on, spending energy. But I have learned how to tip the scale of momentum in my favor for most days by always having more ideas and content than I can execute. Most days are near being on fire at some level by understanding one idea, the impact of compounding effort. If you understand the power of compounding effort or exponential doubling, my kids do this with texting. They copy and paste something until a word is repeated in a text like 500 times. So just copy, paste, copy, paste, 8, 16, 32, 64. Crazy how fast that doubles up. And then they'll text it to me, and then I have to scroll and scroll just to clear the text. Uh, Now, it's not that they type the word poo liquor 500 times. They keep copying and pasting and doubling their efforts. Six years ago, seven years ago, I was in a space where, if you've listened to some of this earlier story, my institutional income had disappeared. I needed to get some funds. It was desperate. It was crunch time for our family, and I knew how to raise money. Uh, But at that point, I wasn't as good at going out and pitching and putting together deals and making it. And those are two different skill sets. Uh, so as a result of not you know, limiting myself and what I thought I couldn't do, I signed up to be a substitute teacher. And for those that are teachers, that's awesome. If you're doing it from a space of saying, this is what I must do, I want to do this, beautiful. I was doing it in a way that was uh, distraction from the work that I could have been doing but I was afraid. Now, what I made each day was about a third of what I needed for our family's obligations. 
but at least I felt like I was doing something. You see how I was tricking myself? I mean, a third, come on. If I was back in that space again, I would approach the problem completely different, but I would have kept one thing the same. I kept preparing for the vision I had in my heart and mind. I am a man consumed. Um, for seven or eight years, I've known the work that I want to be doing with SightShift, the work that this uh, last year, a little over a year now, has been fully focused on. And so how did I prepare even in the midst of being a substitute teacher? One, I took my little lunch break as a teacher in the library. Now, I would take a book to read that was adding to my knowledge and growing all that I do with SightShift. I was preparing every day for work that I knew I would be doing one day regardless of what my reality was at that moment. This is part of how in the pain you keep moving because you're holding on to that inspiration. Now I had to do this in the constraints of a short lunch break, but I knew I needed to take a step. I was capturing knowledge. I dog-eared and underlined until I would get home and organize the knowledge out of the book to act on it. One of the things for me, I mean, I look at the copy of my book, uh, like Nicholas Talib's The Black Swan or The Art of Learning, and there are so many pages that are dog-eared. This was before I switched over to a digital system, but the way that works is I'm reading through the book. If there's something that I think is new knowledge or something that I need to act on, um, you know, something I find really insightful or something I want to adopt into practice, I am dogging ear that I dog ear the page, I bend it down. Then what I do is I read back through the dog ears, and if that still captures me or still feels like something to act on, then I'm underlining it. And then I take as the third step what I underlined, and then I type that into content, buckets of content that I have. So I'm at the place now where I have about rough estimation 25 hours of high-end presentations and content that, and you know, companies keep having me come back, I I don't run out. Um, So one of the things for me that's huge is this system of always capturing what I'm going through as I read. Uh, Now, number two, so number one, I take my lunch break and I was reading and dog airing and then maybe reading back through the dog ears underlining. Number two, I stopped on the home, uh, stopped on the way home. I'd sit in the Panera Bread parking lot so I could steal their Wi-Fi and work. Now, what was work at that point? This is after I would have had a day of subbing. I was leading a nonprofit that had been in decline, and I was leading it through a turnaround effort. It took daily attention to get the ship turned around. Uh, so there was stuff that I'd have to make calls, send emails. We were in a holding pattern for a, a six-figure real estate deal that needed continual monitor- monitoring. Number three. Uh, At this time, my daughters were younger, and they had that early developmental tendency to wander out of bed, afraid to miss out on the secret awesome evenings of their parents. You remember when those, you're a little kid, and you're like, my parents do amazing things after I go to bed. I can't miss it. Uh, So I had about 40 books that I was reading for a doctoral program, and in addition to the stuff I read for personal development. So for that program, I read most of the books sitting on the stairs because I wanted to help train them to stay in bed. Uh, not in a fear-based way, but it's like, hey, dad's on the stairs. I'm not leaving. And it worked. We didn't really have to that battle to fight. Um, now, while I'm doing it, again, I'm bending corners down on a page to capture what I'm learning. Um, because of the work that I knew that I wanted to do, uh, I know that uh, I knew that I needed a lot of personal stories. 
There's a lot of using the word new in there. <laughs> I knew that I needed to do uh, the capturing of a lot of personal stories. And they're always happening around us. If you notice this, even fewer capture. So I started using an email system and a spreadsheet to capture what was happening that day. I would just email it to myself real quick. And I didn't want to try to randomly remember the details. Um, Sometime in one of these future podcasts, I'll tell you about when I used to talk to ducks. But uh, I would send myself these notes, and then I would clean it up later. I mean, it's just that would go into my email inboxes to do. I'd come to it later, and I'd clean it up, and I'd put it in a spreadsheet. So I have, like, a spreadsheet of speaking stories that's now, I mean, really good, solid stories, probably up to 175. So... The building that I mentioned sold in number two. Things turned around. I got to quit subbing, and I focused my efforts on the organization I was leading. And then I quit leading that organization so I could focus on site shift. And now I have notes that I have been adding to, capturing things for, for over a decade. I have a crazy dream list that will last a lifetime. And when I get inspired with a small tweak to some content I already have, some content I want to create, an event I want to try, a crazy lifetime goal, I capture it. Because, like, your inspirations will be gone like yesterday's sunset. Don't miss it. When I'm working with people one-on-one and they'll tell me about inspirations, you know, I'll challenge them. Capture it. Look, give yourself permission to have whatever day you're going to have. Nothing will block your flow like the false hype of shame and pressure. But while you're in the midst of a day on fire or a day mundane or a day in between, what around you can you do and capture like you believe that vision in your heart, your mind is going to happen? I used to come home at the end of the day with papers, napkins, even Kleenex that have my thoughts written on them. Now I use an app, a Gmail file folder system, and Google Docs. And if I had the time, I have the ideas right now for about eight books. I have the content for probably two, maybe three. Now eventually the time will be there for those. But for now I capture. It's just like buckets. I'm capturing everything I can think of until I can give it away in a format that's helpful to others. Now, you may not need to capture knowledge or ideas, but that idea you had in the shower will be gone. Capture it. What can you prepare for today that you believe or want to believe will happen tomorrow? Develop systems that work for you to capture everything. You'll figure it out. It takes time. You'll get it. So let me give you a quick sum up here. Position yourself for inspiration. Sweat, workout, exercise, music, meditate, whatever it is. When you get inspired, capture those inspirations. And as you capture those inspirations, move them to either the knowledge buckets that you're keeping or assign time on your calendar to complete that idea you're inspired to try. Okay? So summing it up real quick. Position yourself to be inspired. Capture the inspiration. And then assign time on your calendar to complete it, if it's a new action or something to try, or move it into the bucket so that you can get to that knowledge later. Why don't we prepare today for what we really believe can happen tomorrow? Peace.